Welcome, welcome, welcome to Real Talk with KR. Today's topic, the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. To go through the whole history will take a long time. So I will just stop on major events that changed the course of history in that area. I'll touch a bit on 1948, 1967, and the hopes for a solution to date. 1948 was the first Arab-Israeli war. This started when Israel declared independence. The independence came after the United Nations General Assembly adopted what was known as the Partition Resolution. The Partition Resolution gave Israel some land, the Palestinian some land, but the United Nations would keep control of Jerusalem and the surrounding religious areas because that was a major point of contention. But the Palestinians did not like the resolution. They deemed it favorable to the Jews. As the United Nations went ahead, Palestinians started attacking Jewish tongues, and of course the Jews reciprocated. Palestinians hoped to block the partition. Israeli hope for the territory the partition gave them. But then Israel declared independence and the other Arab states joined the Palestinians and this started the war of 1948. War in the Middle East, although it has its religious component, which is huge, was also about land and water. The creation of the Ottoman Empire, British rule, and the conflict between Israel and Palestinians is about land and water. This started the 1967 war. This war was over water from the Jordan River. The Jordan River flows from the Sea of Galilee in the north to the Dead Sea in the south. Israel and the surrounding Arab nations uh, basically Syria and Jordan have access to this, these, this waterway. They already felt that Israel was favored in all the agreements that they, ha they have entered. And they did not like the projects that Israel was using to get water from these waterways. The part, they already felt that the partition was unfair and the events leading up to 1967 was also unfair. So there were small clashes between Syria and Israel. You see, the Jordan River borders Syria and Jordan and Israel and the Palestinian land. Syria and Egypt made a military pact. Egypt is on the western side of Israel. Syria on the, on the uh, northeastern side. So Syria and Egypt made a military pact. Jordan and Iraq joined that later on. They then moved their troops to the border of Israel. War was on the horizon. Israel launched a diplomatic campaign to the international community trying to get 
the Arab states to remove their forces from their border. Egypt blocked the Strait of Tyran and the Sea of Aqaba, the waterway essential to Israel's shipping and, and for, of goods and services. But the international community could not stop the inevitable, that is war. Egyptian troops on the western borders of Israel, Saudi Arabia troops on the southeastern border, Jordan and Iraqi troops on the eastern side, Syria and Lebanese troops on the northern side. Israel seeing this and having failed to get the international community to intervene, launched a preemptive strike. Yes, the 67 war started when Israel attacked first. The war lasted six days. That's why it has come to be known as the Six Day War with an Israel victory. And because of this victory, Israel expanded its territory. There has been many attempts to go back to the 67 borders between the Palestinians and Israelis, and all have failed. Some of those attempts come to mind, the Oslo Accords, Oslo Accord One and Oslo Accord Two, signed agreement with reservations, which is very important, between Israel and the Palestinians. This agreement resulted in the Nobel Peace Prize for Yasser Arafat, head of the PLO, which is the Palestinian Liberation Organization, Shimon Peres, Israeli foreign minister, and Yitzhak Rabin, Prime Minister of Israel. This attempt at peace did not last. I could not tell you why they signed an agreement with reservations to get a peace prize for an agreement with reservations, maybe out of desperation for peace, to get anything on the table that resembles peace. They desperately sign these, agree these agreements and get these peace prizes. But this at the time, the Oslo Accord one at the time was so big that then President Clinton invited the parties from the Middle East to come all the way over to Washington DC to sign the agreement. Because there was such hope that even with the reservations, somehow with, 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 with with a peace agreement, they could eventually come to some kind of resolution. But today, because there has not been peace, Palestinians are crowded in two tiny sliver of land in the West Bank and Gaza Strip. Life there is horrific, with, 50, with more than 50% unemployment. They totally depend on funds from foreign countries like the US to survive. Many in the international community are hoping for a two-state solution with Israel giving back some land. And although in the past, Israel removed Jewish settlers from Palestinian land so Palestinians could have that land, they have expanded in other areas. No one hands are clean here. 
War is hell, and atrocities are committed on both sides. But there is hope, as we see in the Abraham Accords uh, by the Trump administration, that had several states making peace with Israel. Trade and tourism has started with the hope of other Arab states would join in. There was a fear that a recent conflict with Palestinians launching rockets into Israel and Israel dismantling areas of the Gaza Strip by their bombing would put a wrench in the Abraham Accords. But there is no sign that this has occurred. So there is hope. And sometimes hope can just be a flicker of light in darkness. And somehow that light just expands. And so the transplant surgery of an Israeli man, kidneys, killed by stoning in the recent conflict, into an Arab woman waiting for kidneys for years, certainly is a flickering light in this darkness. In a statement, this Arab woman said she could not believe it, that a Jew would offer his kidneys to an Arab woman. She said it saved her life, and she was grateful, but it was not enough. Yes, it is not enough, but it is something, a flickering light of hope. This is Real Talk with KR. God bless.